Hello there, welcome to the Lazy AP Podcast. This is Unit 1 of AP World History, and it's from the years 1200 to 1450, and we're really just going to lay out the basic building blocks of world history today. We'll start off with the dynasties that were ruling at the time. In China, we have the Song Dynasty, which came after the Tang Dynasty, but before the Yuan Mongol Dynasty. And the way I like to remember the order of the main Chinese dynasties is with the mnemonic Thick Spaghetti Yes Man, which is essentially just a really weird way to remember Tang, Song, Yuan, Ming. Moving on to Islamic empires, we have the Abbasid Caliphate, which during this time was falling apart because of foreign invasions. However, New Islamic states were being formed at this time too, such as the Delhi Sultanate, which was the ruling minority of Islam controlling the mostly larger Hindu population in northern India, whom they tried to convert, but they were largely unsuccessful. And then we have the Mamluk Sultanate, which was just another state that actually started off as Islamic, and basically the Egyptian state kind of took all these people that weren't Muslim, and they were like, you're going to do what we say now, serve our military, pretty please. But after a little while, those enslaved folks got a little tired of it, so they were like, wait a minute, no we're not, you don't own us. So then they rebelled, overthrew the government, which is when it officially became the Mamluk Sultanate, since Mamluk literally translates to enslaved person. Now, over in southern Asia, there was the Vijayanagara Empire and the Chola Kingdom, which were both Hindu-ruled with Hindu-majority populations. In Africa, we have the rule of the Mali Empire, whose ruler was Mansa Musa, and he centralized power more than ever before in Africa, ultimately becoming one of the richest men to have ever lived. In Europe, most states were pretty weak, so they were organized with the Catholic Church and the Holy Roman Empire, but Europe was pretty much mostly feudalistic, which is essentially just super rigid class systems with kings at the top, serfs at the bottom, and all the other jazz stuffed in the middle, because who doesn't like jazz? Actually, who does? Moving on, um, lastly, we have the Americas with Aztecs and Incans. There were two key differences in the way that they consolidated and conquered land. The Aztecs, also known as the Mexica, were all bloody murder, sacrifice, tribute system, which is kind of seen with their heart extraction ritual where they would slit open your chest and pull out your still beating heart, which was just great, and it was the most common form of human sacrifice in this empire. Still, after they conquered other areas, they kind of used the tribute system and just told them that if they could get some sacrifices and goods, they'd be on their merry way and not, you know, ruin the conquered people. So they pretty much just agreed, like a little Hunger Games moment, if you want to think about it that way. The Incans, on the other hand, were in favor of something we like to call the Maida system, which was essentially, we conquer you, you are now conquered, you have mandatory public service to pay. So they didn't have to pay people to do those things instead, and it was actually really convenient for them and skipped out on the human tributaries moment. The most significant technological advancements in the world around this period are probably going to be Champa Rice, better shipbuilding, the Chinampa system, paper money, and better education. So let's go into each of these. Champa rice was originally introduced from Vietnam as a tribute to China, but ultimately changed the entire food system as it had multiple growing seasons and gave twice as much yield as other strains of rice, so it was a pretty big game changer. Better shipbuilding, of course, allowed more efficient and safe ocean travel. The Chinampa system was a Mesoamerican agricultural approach where crops were grown in rectangular plots of land within lake beds and provided up to seven harvests a year, increasing agricultural output by a pretty big margin. 
Paper money spread from China across the world throughout the West and was pivotal for people like traders and merchants who otherwise had to carry bags of coins across the Saharan Desert, which is so much heavier, and they could only carry so much, so paper money was more discreet and efficient. Better education was also seen at this time, for example, with the House of Wisdom in Baghdad, which was part of the Abbasid Caliphate, and it was the very first public library and educated center with a vast library, and this is kind of part of the Islamic Golden Age before the Abbasid Caliphate started to crack. And so then, that's that's kind of just a summary of all the different ruling systems around each part of the world during this period, a few important effects and advances, and I hope this was mostly informative and in some way helpful and not overly incredibly boring. Thank you for listening.